I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. a special episode of the World Soccer Talk podcast where we feature an exclusive interview with professional footballer Esmeralda Negron from Atalanta Media. While Atalanta Media may not be a brand name that you're familiar with quite yet, that's one of the reasons why we're bringing you this interview. Atalanta Media has a very interesting and unique business model. They're focused on bringing the best of women's club soccer to US airwaves. As well as being the co-founder of Atalanta Media, Negron played uh, professionally for clubs in the French and German women's leagues, in addition to being one of Princeton's all-time most decorated female athletes. She also held D1 coaching positions for the women's soccer programs at Seton Hall and Princeton. So join Kartik and I for our interview with the Atta Football co-founder. All right, so we've got on the line Esmeralda Negron, and um, let's talk about Atalanta Media first of all. And uh, first question I've got really for listeners who aren't familiar with Atalanta Media, what is it, um, why was it created, and what problem is the company uh, working on solving? What, what does it solve? What does it do? Yeah, so Atalanta Media is a media company um, investing in acquiring ex-domestic uh, media rights for some of the best women's pro clubs in the world. Um, and we kind of, myself and my co-founder, Hannah Brown, met um, working at Relevant Sports Group. And I worked at, uh, you know, on the women's professional side. She has some great experience on the media side, working for 10 years at Sky Sports. Uh, put our heads together, saw a problem in the women's game, um, and basically tried to solve it. So, um, you know, leagues were trying to obviously facilitate premium broadcasts internationally, but without any sort of audience, proven audience, um, you know, for premium broadcasters, I think they find it challenging probably to invest in these rights. Um, and the, basically the leagues were getting stuck and they weren't getting this visibility. So we came in, we said, let's solve the problem. Let's invest in these rights and then make it super easy for the premium broadcasters to kind of take the best matches um, and to facilitate this this type of uh, visibility for women's football. And we're so excited to have been able to launch the company. 
which uh, leagues and, and clubs are you, are you actually actively involved in right now as far as um, taking those rights and then uh, working deals in the US to to bring those games to like, you know, a lot of our listeners and, and, and viewers um, in, in North America? Yeah, so we've um, we've invested in FAWSL, which is the women's um, league in England, um, the top flight. Um, we have invested in those rights in the U.S., Germany, and Italy. We've also invested in uh, D1 uh, Feminine, which is the French league, top flight, top flight French league. Um, and we have those rights in the U.S., U.K., Ireland, Germany, and Italy. Um, and then we also have Bundesliga Global Clip rights. So. Uh, we are working with Bundesliga and we are also speaking to other clubs and leagues around the world to see if we can facilitate premium broadcasts and just elevate the visibility around women's football. So, um, yeah, incredibly excited. I think you've got some of the best players in the world, you know, competing in those leagues. You've got the likes of Olympic Lyonnais, um, you know, eight time, seven or eight time Champions League winner. Um, and now they can be either visible on a weekly basis to fans in all these different territories. So we couldn't be more excited to be able to facilitate this. Now, now you're bringing many of the, the biggest players, the biggest clubs um, on the women's uh, soccer side uh, to viewers in the United States, just as, just as one example. How, how important is the brand in this? I mean, is the goal to have uh, Atalanta Media working behind the scenes more so to, to bring these games to viewers in the US and around the world, of course, but, or is it yeah. that you're also trying to brand um, uh, Atta Football or Atalanta Media a, as kind of a brand? Yeah, so I think our company has a two-pronged approach. So our business is Atalanta Media, but our consumer brand is Atta Football. Um, and so we felt like one couldn't go without the other and vice versa. So we are facilitating investing in these rights, engaging with com commercial sponsors to get around this, um, elevate visibility via premium broadcast for women's leagues, the top women's leagues in the world to ensure that um, they can start to grow an audience and fans and, you know, existing fans have the opportunity to see these amazing athletes and clubs and teams compete on a weekly basis. Um, but we have also launched the Atta Football brand and our platform, autofootball.com, which is, um, you know, at the moment we have free access to live and on-demand matches from all our leagues, clips, highlights, um, premium podcasts. Um, we have some weekly shows and we'll start to build out the content on the platform. But our, our goal really is to build out that platform. Um, we felt like the, the platform couldn't have success without, you know, generating fandom and, and providing this vis visibility for the best women's players in the world. And we'd like to build a global community um, and deliver amazing experiences and opportunities via the platform for young girls around the world. I think, you know, young girls have never really had female role models before. They haven't had access to, to female players on a weekly basis outside of these big events like the Olympics or the World Cup. Um, we felt like it was really important to inspire us, inspire, you know, them to build fandom. And we're excited to build that community. Um, and that will likely get launched in the new year. At the moment, the platform, you know, obviously delivers a lot of value to fans in the U.S. and, and across our territories in, in Europe and the U.K. Um, so we're, we're really excited. So it's kind of a two pronged approach. Um, uh, and certainly two different, uh, well, not necessarily two different, but uh, two two kind of focuses at the moment. But I think they go hand in hand. The question I have is, is so you have the atafootball.com, which is the kind of the consumer side of the brand, um, the Atalanta Media, which is um, very involved uh, 
talking to the different leagues and and um, you mean in the, in the clubs and, and trying to bring those rights uh, to make it easier for soccer fans um, to watch soccer in the US and, and and other countries, of course. How different would this be if at a at a football and at Atlanta media didn't exist? I mean, would these games? Yeah. I mean, where would those games be? I mean, would they exist um, for viewers in the US? They wouldn't at the moment. Um, you know, of course, time would tell whether premium broadcasters would start to invest in in these leagues and such. I mean, it's a it's an incredibly, I think, amazing time for women's football, and there's tremendous growth opportunity. And I think the sky's the limit for the sport and for the players and for all involved. But if we hadn't come in and facilitated these rights and invested in them. Um, you know, they wouldn't be accessible on NBC. You know, we have we facilitated FAWSL. 50 matches are going to be on NBCSports.com and the app or on NBC Sports Network Live, um, you know, alongside their male counterparts. So that's incredibly exciting. Um, the French League is now on ESPN Plus with some matches that will be aired on ESPN lin- Linear Networks as well. Our platform provides fans free and live access or delayed and different, ter- depending on our kind of agreements with our distribution partners. Um, so, you know, without us coming in and investing in these rights, I would find it very hard to believe that any of these leagues and clubs and matches would be accessible to fans in these territories this year. I mean, again, who knows like how long it would take, but um, you know, our goal was to really accelerate accelerate growth. I was a former player. I've kind of been through the trials and tribulations of being a pro. This is going back to 2005. Um, you know, I know the conditions, and it's so much better now. But, you know, the quality is there. You've got some of the biggest clubs in the world investing on the women's side. I think you just lack that regular visibility and marketing coverage to build those that fandom. And it's hard to do that without you know, first and foremost, making it easily accessible to fans around the world. So we are trying to solve that problem and facilitating that exposure and um, hopefully accelerating kind of the women's football on the pro side. It's kind of, um, you know, path and path to growth and realizing its potential. We saw the success, and, and I, I would call it the success because there was at least some social media buzz. There was a lot of conversation about uh, the, the the matches that were put on NBCSN and had your branding uh, at, at the top of the screen as yeah. you launched your platform. Uh, what um, what has been the feedback from that, and, and, and do you think that that has uh, not only elevated WSL in this country because there had been a, a hunger to see WSL on television for a while? I mean, people like me had the fa player and figured out what used to hook it up and you know mirror the (laughs) mirror the match from the fa player but obviously get it on linear television but um how how has that affected your branding yeah i think you know we actually didn't we we were in a you know for us when we invested in these rights we said okay we're going to take the risk you know how can we build in our brand and start to build our brand and our mission and for people to know that we're associated associated with facilitating premium broadcast and visibility for women's football um you know we are championing the sport and we're massively you know supportive of 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 kind of growing it and we wanted to make that visible and you know you know we were able to because we launched and we didn't have any big sponsors on board yet we were able to obviously incorporate our brand and get that visibility and promote um, ourselves and what we're delivering and obviously our platform which will be growing out in the community piece of that and I'm sure we'll be able to kind of throw throw that in here and there 
Um, but it's been great for us because, you know, we invested in this, but then obviously within our investment, we have the opportunity to kind of build our brand and who we are and our association with some of the biggest, biggest clubs in the world. And we hope that, you know, people view that as a positive, you know, we're excited to be associated and aligned with those, our leagues that we've invested in, that we're partnering with, that we are working very hard to facilitate marketing coverage and just general awareness around these matches on NBC. So I wanted to ask about the the platform online that that, that you've built, uh, and and the, the the thought process behind it in, in showcasing some of these players and and some of these leagues and and and, and sort of what the the thinking was behind that. Yeah, I think. Look, I think we're we're all across the board, male or female. The the media landscape is incredibly fra- fragmented. You have all kinds of different platforms here and there. Um, but we felt like for women's football to really have the greatest chance of success, like can we create a centralized hub um, to house everything women's football related? So whether it's premium, you know, podcasts, which we're starting to build out and doing some partnerships to facilitate that or, you know, live or on demand matches to make it super easy for people to access it. Uh, highlights and clips if they don't have time to watch, you know, the, the live matches or they don't want to sit and watch it re- <laughs> replayed. You know what I mean? Um, you know, we want to just create like a phenomenal experience for them and make it super easy for them to access and know where to access everything women's football, you know, and we're going to start to build out in the new year, as I alluded to, um, some really great offerings and premium content and player development tools and all kinds of great, uh, initiatives within the platform for young girls to be able to use it as a development platform as well and get closer to the best players in the world and start to understand who they are. Um, so I, I think, you know, I, I think just in general, when you look at the media landscape, it's incredibly fragmented. So we wanted to make it as easy as possible. Um, and then, you know, I think because we're, we're so in tuned and because of my football background and playing days and such, I kind of feel like I have a sense of kind of what's missing at the grassroots level, uh, where we can help facilitate with the rights that we've invested in, um, you know, how we can amplify the visibility around some of these great clubs like Olympic Lyonnais that may not travel, um, you know, as far as like a Man United, but have invested in the women's great game incredibly so for so many years. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think we've kind of just, you know, Hannah has an incredible media background um, and me just being plugged in with the women's game and understanding kind of the, the needs and the voids and the opportunities there and what we can deliver um, that is valuable to this kind of audience um, kind of really inspired us to build this and to, to, to create it, really. So we're excited and we're excited for the opportunities and for, we're excited for people to come around and, um, you know, benefit from from interacting and engaging on the platform. And everything is again and everything's live at the moment um, and free and uh, we actually are in the process of launching our app. So that should be ready either this week or next week as well. So, um, you know, fans can obviously access this via the app, um, you know, the live matches and such. Uh, as you build out this 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 platform, which be one, a one-stop shop for, for, for women's football, for fans, what's your timeline and what's your sort of anticipated um, – I guess your anticipated timeline and how, how much time do you think it will take to actually generate the audience you're looking for uh, on the platform? 
Yeah, that's a good question. I I don't know. You would hope, you know, we've gotten a a decent amount of, you know, we're excited and and very optimistic based on the type of numbers and, um, you know, registrants and people that have visited the platform. So it's been great in our first two months. Uh, We're going to be working on really some really deep kind of um, grassroots partnerships, which we're working on at the moment, collegiate partnerships with with, um, D1, D2, D3 colleges across the U.S. Um, You know, I'm, I'm pretty plugged in with some, you know, from my former playing days, have some I have a great network of people that are working at the youth side in various countries around the world, and they're super excited about what we're building. So, you know, you would I hope that as we start to build out more offerings and and launch our kind of player development platform, which we hope is going to be January February timeframe, um, that we we should be able to hopefully grow pretty quickly. But you know, again, time will tell, and let's see. We hope that within our first year, we have some great success and. Um, you know, hopefully tens of thousands of players are are connected to the platform and, and you know, visiting it and finding value and, um, you know, being a part of that community. We're, we're excited and, and hopefully it does have success within our, our first year. So let's see. And then switching gears uh, for a minute, um, in terms of your playing background and also coaching background too, um, having coached at, at Princeton, for you personally, you must have seen some dramatic changes in terms of whether it's um, just the growth of women's soccer. Yeah, I think you, you see so much growth. I mean, you see like audiences um, grow across across the world, um, you know, from each World Cup, you know, from one World Cup to the next. Right. Every four years you see that growth, which is exciting. You've seen like when I was playing it, when I graduated in 2005, the reason why I went abroad to play in Europe was because the Women's League, WUSA, the first iteration unfolded. So, um, you know, you see and then the WPS came and that kind of folded, I think, within two or three years. Um, and then, but, you know, you, you're in the NWSL now, which I think, don't quote me, I think it's now in its eighth season, if I'm not um, mistaken. But that's exciting and that shows promise. And then, you know, when I was playing, I didn't, you know, the English League I was, I think, non-existent. Like there wasn't very much going on there because I remember when I was looking at playing abroad, there was, you know, there was very few options and very few leagues that were actually fully professionalized. So now you've got some of the biggest clubs in the world investing in their you know, in their women's teams, whether it's like some Man United or Real Madrid or Barcelona, um, you see the development at the youth level and, you know, at, at the youth world cups, you see different countries coming up, especially Spain. I always say, look out for Spain. Um, I mean, it's funny last year, I, um, I was working with um, the International Champions Cup and I worked on the, the women's and the youth side and we had our ICC Futures Tournament uh, last December, which featured some of the, you know, the top youth um, clubs and programs in the U.S. and then obviously in Europe. And we had uh, four international teams or four European clubs from from uh, the girls' side and the girls' side. And Barcelona came. And um, I remember telling um, yeah, my boss, I said, you know, I think one of these <laughs> we had Atletico going to do. I was like, some one of the Spanish teams is going to probably take this tournament, and no one would believe me. And I was like, no, but I'm really plugged in, like. The, I think the, the Spanish national team at the U-17 level has been really strong, you know, in, in the last few cycles and such. And um, lo and behold, you know, the Barcelona team came in and they were unbelievable. They were the talk of the tournament. And, you know, we had some of the best, you know, academies on the boys' side as well. Like they played like the men's team. It was incredible. They're they were playing, you know, possession and keep away in their six-yard box with their goalkeeper. And no one looked stressed. It was 
it was something that I had never seen, to be honest, on the on the girl side. I think, you know, there's not just there's just not been a lot of investment. Um, you know, that, you know, the quality of training hasn't been there. Uh, the opportunities, um, you know, the the opportunities post college or, you know, to, to really be a professional. So I think girls just never really looked at it that way. And now you see that. And it was really, really incredible to see. And I think, you know, the more you invest in it, it there's no reason why, you know, women can't be just as skilled as men. You know, obviously you get to a certain level where from a physicality standpoint, it's going to be slower, right? Um, it's just natural, but there's no reason why the quality and such can't be the same. And you're seeing that, you know, when I saw that Barcelona team last December, I was like shocked and I said, wow, this is incredible. And you could see kind of the momentum. You saw record crowds at the club level last year in 2019, um, across Europe, whether it was Italy or, um, England or Spain, you had Atletico play Barcelona at the Wanda in front of 60,000 people. And that those actually record crowds were a big inspiration for us. It was kind of like, you know, I was gearing up for some of these matches because I was so plugged into the women's game and I wanted to see Lyon play PSG and I wanted to see that matchup or I wanted to see the Barcelona Atletico in front of 60,000 people and I could not access that whatsoever. And to me, that's a massive miss. Like you've got a full crowd, you've got two of two of these phenomenal clubs and brands in, in the football world um, and nobody can access it because it's not available on premium broadcast. Um, and if it's available, often it's behind a paywall. So, um, you know, I think I think you can see, you know, if you if you attract or you were kind of close to the game, I think, um, you know, you you could see this momentum and you can see this you, this growth and this investment and the quality getting better and better. Um, so, you know, I, I think like if you were plugged in, you could probably see it. And I think that's kind of what made us. Uh, you know, it was a big inspiration for us doing this company or launching it rather. Definitely. Well, I think in many ways, the sky's the limit, uh, both for women's soccer, but also for um, Atalanta Media in terms of everything that you guys are doing. Uh, both Kartik and I are big fans. We've been following you guys for, for quite a while. Uh, Hannah Brown, of course, uh, formerly with Fubo. We're big fans of Fubo, too. Uh, <laughs> but, but we're both uh, big admirers of everything you guys are doing and bringing, making it easier uh, to, for, for soccer fans in the US and around the world uh, to be able to watch matches, which, which is what it's all about, is, is having the, the accessibility, having the access. And of course, too, with um, at, at uh, uh, football.com, making it available for free, too, so that people can watch more and more games from around the world. So, so, so thank you uh, from the bottom of our hearts to, for everything you guys have been doing. Oh, thank you. And thanks so much for having me. I, we so appreciate the support. We've got a, a phenomenally like re positive reception from everyone, really. Um, and, you know, we didn't know what to expect when we launched this company. We've gotten incredible media attention. It seems like people are really excited and, um, you know, pumped for the opportunity to access this now. Um, and so we're, we're proud, we're excited, and we couldn't do it without the support of, you know, the soccer or football community. So we so appreciate your support and um, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to the interview. Make sure you check out Atalanta Media's website at atafootball.com. That's A-T-A football. Com to watch more women's soccer as well as to learn more about their unique streaming service. Our mission at World Soccer Talk has always been to make it easier for soccer fans to watch games from around the world, which is why we, we wanted to interview um, Esmeralda, 
to find out more about what they're doing, which is quite unique uh, in many ways. And so whether you're a fan of the NWSL or if you're a fan of the Women's Super League, women's football in general, the US Women's National Team, or just soccer in general, because many of the clubs that many of you uh, follow and enjoy as far as Arsenal, Manchester United, Liverpool, etc., have women's teams. And uh, many of those games are available on uh, US TV and thanks to Atta Football. Actually, thanks to Atta Football that it's available on US TV as well as uh, streaming. So thanks again for listening and uh, definitely check it out. It's uh, attafootball.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.